Hello, this is the audio version of Park Run Magazine. Thanks so much for listening. Each episode of the audio magazine will share hints and tips about getting started on a more active lifestyle, as well as stories about the people and communities around Park Run events. Hello, this is episode six in the second series of the audio version of Park Run Magazine. Each episode contains some of the stories from the second printed edition of the mag. As we did in series one, we're finishing up the season with a few of the shorter stories from the printed magazine. We also examine the impact of long COVID, which continues to have an impact on so many lives. Have you ever been to Park Run and wondered what being a timekeeper involves? We find out more. Plus, we look back at an interview with Joe Wicks ahead of his Walk with Joe initiative in November 2022. COVID's rapid spread stunned the world, and one of the biggest challenges humanity faced was realising how little we knew about the disease. Now, more than three years after COVID first emerged, our knowledge has improved, but we are still learning about many aspects of COVID and its impact. If you've had COVID, what might happen next? Once you have recovered from COVID, it can be tough to get back to being active or starting for the first time. Here, we look at some of the steps you can take. COVID, just like other viral illnesses, flu, for example, may be associated with a host of residual health problems. Among the most common are unusual levels of fatigue, breathlessness, difficulties in concentrating and even feelings of anxiety. For most COVID cases, those issues usually disappear on their own within four weeks. However, for some people, even mild cases of COVID may still have a marked impact on their quality of life. Following more than two years of research into COVID, medical bodies know that the short-term and sometimes long-term issues caused by the disease are not necessarily linked to the initial severity of the illness. NHS GP and Parkrun Health and Wellbeing Ambassador Dr Simon Tobin explains, If you're hospitalised with COVID, you can generally expect a longer recovery time, but it is still unclear why a mild initial illness might bring on post-COVID syndrome, also known as long COVID. It has been estimated that 10-20% to of COVID sufferers experience long COVID. Symptoms of long COVID echo those of the initial illness. Tiredness, changes to taste and smell, muscle aches and shortness of breath. However, other sensations associated with long COVID include dizziness, joint pain, pins and needles, insomnia and issues with memory or concentration, brain fog, Long COVID might manifest itself as a continuation of your original illness, but it can also begin in the weeks or months after you've recovered. Therefore, a prudent return to activity is advised. Even if you are keen to return to your regular routine, you may not be able to go straight back to the amount of movement you did before COVID. According to Dr Tobin, Recent evidence shows that even small amounts of physical activity substantially reduce the risk of heart attacks, stroke and cancer and can help many mental health conditions too, so it's important to get moving again. Ruth Ainley, a clinical specialist in respiratory physiotherapy, worked in the Brompton and Harefield Trust and Northwick Park Hospital during the COVID pandemic 
and continues to see long COVID patients daily. Ruth suggests taking a careful approach. With any viral illness, in particular COVID, she says, you should wait until you're fully back to normal before you go back to your usual routine and you should start below what you were doing before. We've been talking about a regular routine, but that doesn't only mean exercise. It is important to recognise that the activities of normal life are also part of the way you move every day. Post-viral fatigue might make even your daily tasks, such as cooking, showering, tidying and grocery shopping, feel more difficult than they did pre-illness. People often underestimate the physical impact of their daily tasks. When I talk to patients about getting back to activity in small steps, all those tasks might also need to be considered or scaled back initially, explains Ruth. Physical activity outside day-to-day movement can mean different things to different people. Both Dr Tobin and Ruth suggest that if you were beginning a journey to a healthier lifestyle when you caught COVID, it is advisable to resume your physical activity gradually. Going back slowly could mean that you can start by walking rather than running, says Ruth. If you're an ultra runner, it is probably fine to start with a very light 5k jog, she adds. In addition, Ruth recommends paying more attention to how you feel. Listen to your body. When going back to physical activity, she says, most people would be absolutely fine, but some people might experience symptoms, for example, fatigue or breathlessness, or their breathing doesn't feel right. If you are feeling more tired after exercise than you would normally do, Dr Tobin advises reducing the intensity or leave exercise for two to three weeks and try again after that. It can be frustrating to be less active than you have been, but Ruth suggests looking at the situation through a different lens. You wouldn't run through a broken ankle, she explains. Similarly, it is not advisable to push through a post-COVID fatigue that is not going away. In her practice, Ruth Ainley uses light breathing techniques with her post-COVID patients. Some of my patients present signs of hyperventilation, fast and shallow breathing, which exacerbates the feeling of breathlessness, she says. Certain breathing exercises can help with this. We'll explain how you can do these later. Sometimes post-COVID symptoms can be unexpected. Some people can start experiencing long COVID five to six weeks after recovering. If that sounds like you, or if your symptoms persist after four weeks, please follow the NHS guidelines and consult your GP. According to Dr Tobin, it is more useful to consider your progress post-illness rather than your fitness pre-COVID. People often find it extremely demotivating to look at how far they need to improve. I find my patients respond much better if they focus on how far they have come rather than how far they still want to go. As Ruth says, the key is to start gently and build up gradually. Fortunately, Parkrun is an ideal opportunity to move at whatever pace feels comfortable for you. Dr Tobin mentions that the Park Walk at Parkrun campaign, which began in October, is a perfect way to start your road to recovery. And even though it may be exasperating when you feel as if you cannot move in the way you used to, Dr Tobin reminds us that recovering from COVID can be frustrating. But be patient and understand that the great majority of people will return to full fitness. 
Ruth Ainley and Dr Simon Tobin have put together some tips for coming back to physical activity after COVID. First, wait until you test negative before you think about resuming physical activity. Don't return to any type of exercise until you have had several days symptom-free. This applies to any viral illness, not just COVID. Once you're symptom-free, start very gently for a few weeks. For five to six weeks after testing negative, be very mindful of how you feel during and after walking, jogging or running. Remember, you can still come along to Parkrun and catch up with friends at your local event. You could walk, jog or run a little of the course or volunteer or spectate if you feel up to it. If you experience mild symptoms of fatigue or breathlessness, scale back your activity levels. In case of symptoms such as chest pain or difficulty breathing, it is always advisable to consult a medical professional without delay. When you have long COVID, daily tasks can sometimes seem daunting. The three P's method could help. The three P's are plan, pace and prioritise. Plan. Plan your daily or weekly tasks. Pace. Take your time. Prioritise. Decide which tasks are the most important to you. And finally, here's a simple breathing exercise you might like to try. Breathing exercises can sometimes help with post-COVID recovery. Here's what to do. Place your hands around the sides of your stomach. Keep your mouth closed throughout. Breathe in gently through your nose and feel your stomach expand. You don't have to breathe all the way in. Save big breathing for activity. As you exhale through your nose, just let the air leave your lungs gently. You don't have to push or force the air out. Repeat for one minute. If you've been to Parkrun, you'll have spotted the timekeepers. Timekeeping is an important volunteer role, but like all Parkrun volunteer roles, it's really straightforward. Let's find out what timekeeping is all about. Isabel Ryan started coming to Bexley Park Run in January 2022 to volunteer as part of her Duke of Edinburgh award. Along the way, I made friends with fellow volunteers, says Isabel, so I decided to continue joining in. In August 2022, Isabel stepped in at the last minute to fill a timekeeper role when the run director realised that the original timekeeper had actually turned up at another park run. All volunteer roles at Parkrun are easy to pick up, so Isabel wasn't phased. People shouldn't be afraid to step in and help, she says, as there's always someone on standby to reassure you and help you out. I would definitely recommend volunteering at Parkrun, Isabel adds, not just for the fitness, but also for the community you get to meet. So what does a timekeeper do? Timekeepers record the finishing times for everyone who passes through the finish funnel. There are ideally two timekeepers at each event, and you don't need a stopwatch. Parkrun's virtual volunteer app is really straightforward to use. Back in November 2022, Joe Wicks was the figurehead behind a campaign by BBC Children in Need, supported by Parkrun, to get people walking. Here, we look back at his interview with Parkrun magazine from just before the Walk with Joe initiative began, where he told us why he believes walking is so important. Joe is voiced here by an actor, 
Walk with Joe was a campaign that took place in late 2022, supported by Parkrun, to get people in communities throughout the UK walking, talking, and feeling great, all in aid of BBC children in need. For the first two weekends in November, Joe invited the British public to head to the nearest Parkrun event, walk the route in fancy dress with family and friends, and donate what they can to BBC children in need. Joe said. We know how tough the past few years have been and lots of us have felt the effects of being isolated from loved ones and our communities so this is the perfect opportunity to get together to walk talk and reconnect it's also all about having fun and feeling good to help make a difference and improve the lives of children and young people so they can thrive and be the best they can be joe explained how walking can make us feel healthier and happier I'm a massive advocate of getting the body moving to help improve mental well-being he said walking is a great and easy way to boost your mood but not only that taking the time out to walk gives you quality time to spend with family friends or even just for yourself i find that when i go for walks i have really great conversations too there's something about being outdoors that allows you to really connect with people Parkrun was really proud to support the Walk with Joe campaign because it gave people from all walks of life a chance to participate in free regular physical activity. Joe agreed. He said at the time, "I'm proud that this BBC Children in Need campaign is open to everyone. That's why teaming up with Parkrun for Walk with Joe is brilliant because that's exactly what Parkrun does already." Parkrun events are the perfect place for people to come together every week to get active and feel part of their community regardless of background or ability. I hope people taking part in Walk with Joe have fun and feel proud to be supporting BBC children in need. We asked Joe how he felt about the campaign and whether he had be wearing fancy dress. He said, "I'm so excited to be leading this campaign because I love getting out and meeting people." As an ambassador for BBC Children in Need, I have seen firsthand how donations make such a difference to the lives of children and young people. So I cannot wait to get out there and get walking. I'll definitely have my putsy ears on and I can't wait to see everyone else coming together and turning up in their favorite fancy dress. At the time of our interview, Joe's wife had only recently given birth to their third child. We asked how he would find time for the Walk with Joe initiative and whether he'd be bringing the family along. He said, "With the new baby here, I've got my hands full, but BBC Children in Need is really close to my heart, and I know how great getting outdoors and walking makes me feel. Hopefully, Rosie and the children will be coming along to one of the events. I know they had love to be there if they can." Now let's recap some of the shorter stories from issue 2 of Parkrun magazine. Tailwalkers fulfill a very special role at Parkrun. They're there to reassure parkrunners that no one comes last and nobody is left behind. Parkrun really values tailwalkers and now there are even more opportunities to perform one of the most popular volunteer roles. At the end of 2022 and the beginning of 2023, Events were able to request more tailwalker vests, so groups, perhaps friends or families or parkrun mates, can tailwalk together, and more people can join the tailwalker gang. 
everyone has a home at Parkrun, says Chrissy Wellington, Parkrun's global head of health and well-being, voiced here by an actor. It's a place where you can complete some or all of the event on your own terms and in your own time. We can't wait to see more tailwalkers at our Saturday and Sunday park runs, and we hope more people will feel empowered to walk their local event. More than 13,000 people walk at parkrun events every week. During October 2022, Parkrun celebrated all things walking by launching the Park Walk Initiative, which encouraged more people to walk at Parkrun, alongside Parkwalker volunteers if they want to. Walking is a great way to take part in Parkrun, especially for those who may be taking their very first steps towards healthier and happier lifestyles. It is a brilliant way of soaking up the Parkrun atmosphere, getting the opportunity to chat to people and being active, and is something that whole families or friendship groups can do together. You can walk at any pace, alone or with others. You could bring a dog or a buggy, check with your chosen event first because every course is different, and even use walking poles if you have them. Walking can help you manage or prevent health conditions, enhance your mood, boost fitness, and it brings you into contact with some amazing places and people. Grab your friends and family and park walk with us at Park Run. We're almost at the end of this episode and the series. Let's round off as we've finished every episode in season two with amazing stories from real park runners and their communities. Hayley Dillingham, a regular volunteer at Anchor's Home Junior Park Run near Blackpool, told us how Park Run is a family affair. She said, on Sunday the 18th of September 2022, we celebrated a year of Anchor's Home Junior Park Run. Park Run is such a huge part of our lives. My children, Isabella and Flynn, are regular volunteers too. We love turning up nearly every week to help with the setup and we stay behind to help with closing down the event. We now take our litter picking equipment too. Bryony Perkins of Bedworth shared her story of how Parkrun has helped her to deal with mental health issues. I discovered Parkrun after lockdown, she told us. As happened to so many of us, I developed mental health issues during the pandemic and these are ongoing. Running allows me to escape my thoughts and releases happy hormones. Saturday morning is by far my favourite day of the week. I always look forward to it. It feels like being part of a community. I now recognise people at Parkrun and engage in friendly conversation. I have also seen massive improvements in my health, so it makes me more determined to keep turning up. I am currently studying to be a personal trainer and I would love to help and inspire others who may be in a similar situation to me to come along to Parkrun every week. It's such a lovely and welcoming experience. Bryony's story is really powerful. It's amazing how much impact the people involved in Parkrun can have on the lives of others. It's also been fascinating to hear about the ongoing issues surrounding COVID. We hope that's been useful to you or someone you know. Anyway, that's it for this episode and also for Series 2. We hope you've enjoyed being able to listen to the magazine. Watch out for Series 3, which will be coming soon. We hope you'll be giving us a listen. Bye! 
Thank you for listening to Parkrun Magazine. We hope you like the features and enjoyed our simple ways to take steps towards a happier and healthier life. To find out more about your local Parkrun event or collect a free copy of the printed magazine, head over to magazine.parkrun.com. Parkrun Magazine is created by Parkrun, with the audio version made possible through editing and audio adaptation by Imogen Lees and production by Light the Wind Media and Rancom. If you enjoyed listening, please remember to subscribe, leave a review or share it with others. That's all for this episode. We hope you enjoy the next one.